0: What would you need to make a change? Good Monday morning! This is Episode 2, Season 2 of our podcast. I'm Arnie Manzano, and I hope our time together inspires you to live more of the discipled life. Thanks for tuning in, especially if you're new to our podcast. Today's guest is a financial consultant who has been a consistent recipient of the industry standard Million Dollar Roundtable, or MDRT. Last year marked her as a lifetime MDRT status. She was also named Best Manager for Most Productive Team by the Wealth Affinity Group here in Singapore. She is a mid-career shifter and she will tell us more about that later. Now, she is a financial practitioner bringing financial education and literacy helping others with wealth management. Here's my time with Ms. Tere Groyon.
1: Good morning, Pastor Arnie. Good Monday morning. Yes. (laughs) Tell
0: us what you're doing right now. What's keeping you busy?
1: Oh, a lot of things. (laughs) Uh, What I currently do professionally right now is I am a financial consultant. So Mm -hmm. I help manage uh, people's finances. Uh, We're talking about personal finance. Uh, So I I deal with clients, clients, from family to business people, corporate executives as well. And also I manage a team of financial consultants. So this is where I'm currently very much busy on. And on the side, I uh, do give uh, financial advice on my uh, Facebook page uh, called Financial Fridays. It actually went from a seminar and I decided to create a Facebook page on that. And then Well, because my passion is also entrepreneurship, I get to share and interview successful entrepreneurs in my YouTube channel, Terepreneur.
0: Yes. And that is something that you've uh, recently started also, that Terrepreneur YouTube channel. So check that out. And now that you are a financial advisor, many years ago, uh, you were an educator. And that is why I invited you this morning because you are someone who made that shift or you made that transition many years ago. And people right now are looking to shift or make that change because of the circumstances that we have Mm -hmm. uh, currently. So I believe your stories or experiences will definitely inspire and help others who are looking to make that shift. For you, you made that shift from being an educator to now a financial advisor. So tell us about the story.
1: Okay. This was like, you're right, Pastor Arnie. This this was many years ago. Um, Actually, uh, more than a decade ago. 12 years ago to be exact. I came here to Singapore originally from Manila, uh, like yourself. Mm -hmm. And I came here as a lecturer. So that time I was teaching in a post-secondary technical school when I was teaching programming and entrepreneurship. So um, that was, uh, I did that for seven years, more than seven years, actually, around right about around sixth year of being a lecturer. I started feeling like, like that on and off kind of feeling that, you know, I, I felt that God is going to do something new, you know, mm-hmm. I didn't know what that was at that time. And uh, I, you know, shared this to my small group. Uh, at the time, I was being mentored by, you know, an amazing uh, uh, Christian woman. So I was just sharing this to her. Praise. Yeah, praise more. And I was sharing this to her. And then she said, you know, just, just keep this in prayer. You know, trust that the Lord is going to answer you. So things like this. It was that journey I need to discern, you know, and really balance it out. Discern whether this is just me. Or this is really the Lord leading me to that change. You know, so it took me a lot of that seeking, uh, that that a year to just said, okay, Lord, if you are, if you meant me to do something else, I pray that you reveal this to me. Of course, there was no the season that I was so impatient. Like, God, you just tell me what you want me to do. <laughs> I'll do it now. And uh, God, <laughs> in his goodness, decided not to tell me, <laughs> to tell yeah. me right away because um. God knows me because if he would tell me right away, I'll do it right away. So (laughs) So it takes time, you know, and that's really that preparation. So seeking the Lord about it. And then uh, around that time, two years prior to resigning, actually I was teaching entrepreneurship already. It was during Mm -hmm. the time where the tertiary education, MOE is requiring tertiary school to give entrepreneurship as an elective. You know, my department in school, we are all programmers and engineers. (laughs) No one wanted to teach entrepreneurship. So my boss was like, I cannot hire anyone. Can somebody just volunteer? And I remember I've always been uh, interested in reading leadership books, business books. When I was uh, starting as a Christian, I was just for some reason drawn to read John Maxwell. (laughs) Yes. Those were like my... Uh, reinforcement book, you know, aside from the Bible, my quiet time and read that work after work, you know. So when my boss told us about it, it just became so easy for me to just say, okay, if no one would like to do it, maybe I can do it. Give me the materials, give me the, the things to do and the things mm-hmm. to prepare. Perhaps I would like to do this. And sure enough, it became fire in my eyes every time I have to teach that subject. Yes, it's uh, it's very exciting and I love seeing, you know, people creating ideas. And then I'm so excited to even see them put this idea into reality. But because Mm -hmm. it was just a subject and it was just an elective subject, in fact, it's an ungraded subject. And I was just Mm -hmm. so taking it seriously. (laughs) Ungraded is just pass or fail. You know, I was so taking it so seriously. I wish you know, some of the ideas, I wanted it to become a reality. Like part of the excitement of being an educator was that, but partly also I was a bit frustrated because there I was, teaching entrepreneurship, reading a lot of books about business and giving here and there ideas to my students and getting excited with them, you know, Uh, um, coming up with some solutions to problems that they see around. At the same time, I was very frustrated because, I myself was not in business, you know? It's like, mm. why am I doing like telling people how to do business when I'm not doing business myself? Um, well, of course, I forgot to note well, the, the only entrepreneurial background I used to have was selling so many things last time when I was a kid. <laughs> well,
0: that's <laughs> a I good was, start.
1: <laughs> when I was a student, I didn't know it was a practice on entrepreneurship. You know, in summertime, I will sell ice candy. I will play with my my friends and I will sell from bubble gum to uh, cheese curls you know okay <laughs> so all that but that was just you know like like even an informal background all I know was that about providing um, a product or solution to people you know mm-hmm. but then when I was uh, yeah actually teaching it and in theory and we could not practice it I was a bit frustrated So that's when I knew that probably that's something to do with doing a business probably it's something to do with self-employment it may not be being employed so that made me prepare you know okay so uh, i said okay lord if you want me to run something someday because i really don't know what kind of Mm -hmm. business i just know i'm very interested in running a business and if you wanted me to run something uh let me be ready Mm -hmm. you know for this so i started reading up what to do what to prepare Things to prepare to become an entrepreneur. I started reading, and studying uh, a lot of different businesses that were existing, and I stumbled upon this article about those used to be household products, household names, brands in okay. Singapore that uh, used to be so famous, and they all got uh, got out of the markets, no longer existing. And what went wrong? You know. Mm. So the bottom line there was or it wasn't about poor marketing, poor product positioning, poor business planning. The real problem boiled into poor financial management. So I got interested into financial management. So I said, okay, God, I'll start with myself. Uh, Let me see if I really manage my finance well. So Mm -hmm. I started checking out my own insurance and investment, which was during the time I I bought it from the bank. So I looked into that and then um, a bit... um, Disappointed in myself because a lot of those things that I sign up for, I don't really understand. I didn't understand, <laughs> which is quite common actually to 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 people who are in in non finance and all this. It's like I'm so disappointed because I'm an educator. I don't understand this, you know. So I started asking around. So I started yes. asking my colleagues, "Are you clear about your finances?" And they said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have this, 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 this. this. You know, I have endowment. I have insurance. I have life insurance. I have this investment." so what is that mm-hmm. uh, what is that supposed to do not very sure I, but i know it makes me money there's one group of people amongst my colleague they're like over i mean they have a lot of you know financial products but then i ask all my friends so are you clear about your finances are you clear about insurance i don't like that you know so oh, <laughs> i don't like buying this kind of things <laughs> so it's a two separate world it's like oh so there's a disparity here. Some people are over, overly planned probably, or I don't know, maybe, maybe they're doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. And then the other side is not really doing so much. So, But I have to find out whether what I'm doing, what I did for myself was right. You know. So I started asking uh, the bank. I started asking my banker about it. And um, well, long story short, I realized that what I got was not the plan that, that I sign up for. So it was it didn't fit my need. So I was like concerned at that time because I felt I was just being sold instead oh. of uh, being served. Uh, I, I was very upset. And around that time, my students that time was having a test. Okay, I was also teaching mathematics. My students were having a test. And during that time, I kind of wake up slightly late. So I, I miss my quiet time. So while they're taking their test, I was doing my quiet time okay. in So, so I, and I vividly you know, remember how the Holy Spirit confirmed with me, you know, at that time. Like softly I uh, spoke to me in the spirit that you are not gonna be teaching and you're not going to stay in the in these four corners of the classroom. And I was like so nervous when I heard that at the same time excited. So I knew it was God. So so around that time when I discovered that what I signed up for was wrong and probably I was mis- being I was misunderstood or I was just being sold a product not a service not um not a proper plan. So I was complaining before God after that. <laughs> so I was telling God uh, in in my room, I, I, I remember saying Crying, you know, dramatic, huh? <laughs> not wow. really crying, sobbing, but I was just complaining before God and saying, like, God, this is a, uh, this is not right. <laughs> you know, these people are scrupulous. You know? mm-hmm. Okay, so a certain kind of judgment that I even, that <laughs> I even put up, and I said, Lord, i I'm, I'm, I'm. I was young. I'm single. Uh, I have not much responsibility, and I was sold wrong things. I worry if other people. Who are who have a lot of responsibility? Who have kids relying on them? You know, they're breadwinners. They have mortgage to pay, and all of a sudden, they're given wrong, wrong things. I worry for that. Then wow. I, 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 uh, yeah. And I remember the Lord just I felt that the Lord just spoke to me back and said, "So Tere, what are you gonna do about this? What are you gonna do about this?" Mm-hmm. So right at that moment, after I complained, and I felt that the Lord said. What are you going to do about this, Dorret? Then I went, okay, God, how to be like this? How to help people? You know, and 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 is this the direction that you want me to do? Okay, and two words, God gave me financial education. So I just know that this is, you know, this it. The trust is financial education, and this time around, it's no longer educating people in the classroom. By educating one soul at a time, educating one person at a time. Still education, but now getting out, bringing education to people. Yeah. Yes. So that's how it Outside started. Outside the
0: four walls of the classroom.
1: Yes, exactly. Exactly. But the Holy Spirit told me, you're not going to do this in these four walls anymore. You're going to get out. Scary. It was because I've been, you know, uh, uh, and I've been enjoying a very stable salary. And, uh and also at the same time I'm in an industry where it's a uh, recession proof <laughs> you know um yeah. you know all of this yeah it, it was a bit scary but I knew that the Lord was behind this and i just i trusted yeah yes and the rest was history <laughs> yeah rest- thanks for sharing that <laughs> the
0: things that I picked up were number one you were able to discern because you were seeking God or maybe that time you were not actively seeking god but you heard his voice telling mm. you uh, what to do. But mm. what you said a while ago, what to do, but not the specifics yet. Because if he told you the specifics, I'll you could it. have done it on the go. <laughs> I'll because do it right you, over. you are a go getter, really. I <laughs> I am,
1: man. God knows that. Yeah.
0: So that was the first one you were able to discern. Mm. And the next one is um, you prayed about it and yeah. you also asked around. Which is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. I like that you ask like the whole spectrum, in a sense, uh, people yeah. who have the knowledge of good knowledge of uh, financial uh, planning and stuff, and then people who actually don't yeah. care anything about it.
1: <laughs> in business, we call that market research. <laughs> this is yes, real, yes. researching.
0: Yeah. Okay, so you discerned, you you prayed, you asked yeah. around, and then you prayed again uh that's that's the good thing about it you you did not just pray one time you were constantly praying and seeking god about it and then i like that during a time that you were not actually seated like alone on your own room but even where you were working (laughs) god spoke to you and that was when you know you had such clarity about it
1: yeah amazing amazing that's a journey that God brought me to yeah. and then what I like about it is
0: it now it was given purpose yeah right really that clarity of okay now it's not going to be inside these four walls of the classroom but outside one soul at a time I like that mm, mm. I like what you said a while ago sold versus mm. served that mm. was really powerful <laughs> Because hmm. most of the time, people will like try to sell you things, but hmm. but not really think about you hmm. or helping you.
1: Yep, yep. So it's
0: just like really no compassion.
1: That's true. It's, and it's also really looking after people. It's really about that. And because I came from a perspective of the consumer, of the mm-hmm. client, I, I came from a client perspective. And I even ask myself, if I am my client, will I hire me, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know, as a consultant? And I think that's a very important question to always ask ourselves, to continue to push ourselves into to become better, you know, and to not stay in status quo or to not be complacent. I mean, when I was teaching, I used to ask myself that, you know, before I enter the classroom where I, I evaluate the things that I do. Every time I evaluate that, I will ask myself, Tere, if you are the parents of these kids, would you like your kids to be taught by you? You know? Wow. So, so, so that is like a, a, that is my litmus test. <laughs> you know, and I, I, I would ask myself about that because you have to be hireable. Uh, you have to bring that value. You know, yes. to the people who put their trust in me, that that has been my fuel, if, if you may. You know, and yeah. a constant thing that I challenge myself. I can't say I'm perfect. Definitely not. I'm a work in progress. There are things. There's still a lot of blind spot. There's still a lot of things that I miss. The things that I know I could have done better. You know, uh, whether last time, last year, or when I just started, or just yesterday. Uh, Definitely. There's still a lot of room to grow. But um, yeah, it's always that desire to bring value to other people. That's the thing that will always ask myself and try to knock myself into, you know, if I'm getting away from that. Just bringing value to others and bringing what God gave you to others. Because God gave us so much, I believe. And will continue to give us, you know, as we become more and more faithful.
0: You know what? I think that's where the power of community comes in. Oh yeah. Like what you said, we're not perfect. There are times that I kind of miss some things, and I'm thankful for number one, Anna, my wife, who calls my attention. The brothers around me that speaks the truth in love, and I know you have uh, your own community too.
1: You know what, Pastor Ardi, I just can't tell you how much uh, the church really being in church have played a big role in preparing me to where I am right now the journey even in my career you know it's amazing because um one is that solid community growing with the lord entails being with others because god loves people <laughs> you know you can't just love god and hate people that's hypocrisy that can't happen also uh, you cannot just love the people that you choose to love, you know. Like, it, it's it's really amazing how our characters are being developed just by being with one another. Yeah, unity in ministry, in small group, in discipleship, and I'm really, really grateful for discipleship. And I love that I belong to a church who believes in discipleship, and I'm all for that. Uh, because even being away. You know, from my own family, I'm here, no parents here, no no siblings here, you know. So the community and discipleship have really played a huge role in in drawing me closer to God, you know, from the very beginning. And because I grew my faith here in Singapore, when I first came to Singapore, I was a baby Christian, you can say that. Because I think I just got saved like a few months back and then Mm -hmm. Singapore came. So it wasn't even planned that I'd be here, but that's another story altogether. And then I came here, and I got discipled here. That's so amazing, and I've been—I'm so privileged that I have been surrounded by great mentors. in My life—you yeah. know—people will speak to me, will speak grace to me, will speak the word of God, will challenge me. You know, yes. will challenge my 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 views and will challenge my own understanding and will challenge me to not lean on that but to trust in God, you know? Yeah. Even that journey of transitioning, huge part is is also mentorship. Uh, huge part of that, having people to speak to about my journey, uh, uh, those seasons where I doubted myself, you know? Because if you don't know, when I joined this industry, a month after I got my license, that's right a month after that, I remember... I went back to Manila to be a bridesmaid to one of my, my my friends' wedding. And then I came back. Everything was quiet. Lehman Brothers was about to collapse. AIG was on the brink of bankruptcy and the stimulus package that America is going to put up on this big organization. It was during the financial crisis, the, uh, the, the world economic crisis at the time when I joined the financial industry. You know? Wow. So it was like, is this a joke?
0: <laughs> no, that's just divine <laughs> <You know? laughs> timing right there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but of course, in the flesh, in the natural, yes. logically, when you look at it, it's like, yeah. And there are Did well-meaning.
0: I hear God, right? Did I <laughs> make the right decision? You hear your
1: own voice. You started doubting yourself. And there's yes. also people well-meaning, they love me and all I know, you know, and they get to ask, Are you sure this is God? <laughs> Which I I, I I I I do not despise. It's okay, and, but at the same time, I get to also ask the deeper things. Lord, is it you or is it just me? You know, mm-hmm. did I hear you right? Did I or did I just hear my my flesh? And I even went into repentance, like, Lord, I repent. Maybe I'm just too ambitious. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Maybe I'll just go back to, you know, what I was doing. But the Lord in his faithfulness and me being surrounded by people who knows how to walk in faith. You know, how to walk by faith. To not lean on my own understanding. You know, the trust in the Lord with all my heart. You
0: may not have a natural family here, but we're so thankful that you're part of our spiritual family.
1: I'm so grateful of that. <laughs> well,
0: you came first before I did. Yes. So, yes. yeah, I was part of your spiritual family. <laughs>
1: mm, yeah, yeah. It's it's amazing.
0: 2001 I came here. Yeah, 5 years uh before us.
1: Uh-huh.
0: There thank you so much for all the 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 sharings, the story. And as we're winding down our time, I have a set of questions I call the speed round. So, questions and then First thing that comes to your mind, just say it out loud, okay? First, name one song on your current playlist.
1: One song on my playlist, Patay. Actually, the reason why I said Patay is because um, recently I had that that conversation with God, and from time to time I would hear songs from God. You know, because I like music a lot. You know, in a time when the Lord will sing to me secular songs. <laughs> and there was that moment uh, where, so I kept on listening to this song. I heard in the spirit, a raspy voice singing to me. And the lyrics goes, look into my eyes. You will see what you mean to me. <laughs>
0: wow. Search I your know heart. I that song.
1: <laughs> Search your soul. And when you find me there, you'll search no more. And it's amazing because when I heard that song, I googled the lyrics and it was like, oh my God, it's just lovely. You know, I, I took this song last time in passing It's Like, oh, it's a light rock song. It's a bit cheesy, whatever, you know.
0: <laughs> but well, it's, it's now... I'm so tempted now, now song, to sing part of it.
1: <laughs> no, it's true. <laughs> you got it, you got it, Arnie. You got okay, you got I, I, you have the Brian Adams in you. <laughs> yeah, it's really okay. like, I heard this like, exactly like that. Raspy. No? So it was it was amazing. So yeah, uh the song in my playlist right now is everything I do, I do it for you. <laughs> wow.
0: Okay. One thing that you recently learned. Uh, either a skill or something?
1: I learned how to fly on iFly.
0: <laughs> oh <laughs> no, yes, I no, saw I, that.
1: I, yeah, and I've never done that and, and, and I'm not the type of person who'll be so inclined to do that, but because of uh, Marie's birthday and yes. we wanted
0: to... IV and Tita Marie. <laughs>
1: yeah. So we wanted to bring to bring her out. I gotta do what big I gotta do. <laughs> yeah. So I've learned how to fly on iFly.
0: <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Okay, one lesson that you would like to leave our listeners with.
1: What I've learned in my transition, and in my life all the time, how I have been reminded this list, is this: uh, is Matthew six thirty two, seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. And all these things will be added unto you. Do not be so caught up with worry. Do not think that your life is all dependent in your tiny little hands. That's not going to be enough. And it's not going to be your own strength that will just bring you from glory to glory. It can happen, but it's not going to be sustainable. So seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And a great mentor told me this, that in the marketplace, when they say, logically, they will say, go to where your market is. That's right. That's logical. That makes sense. Go to where your market is. But the kingdom principle said, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Seek first. So go to God first and he will bring you the market. So that is that, wow. that amazing, uh, balls that I get to share to a lot of people. Tere,
0: thank you so much for spending your morning with us here. Thank
1: you, Pastor Artie. It's a
0: pleasure. Tere mentioned a few things which prepared her to make the transition. And this might be helpful for you. First, you have to discern. Does your current work situation still give you a sense of fulfillment? Or... If you are in between jobs right now because of the pandemic, what would you need to do to get into the place, the job, or even the business that you want to be in? Think about that. You have to have a gauge or gut feel of what your next step should be. That leads us to the second point. Prepare. Study the skills or things which the work requires. That's good preparation. Part of it also is asking people who could give you wise counsel. And I would say this too. Not just prepare, but prepare. Part of the preparation when we are about to make a change or do something new is to pray. James chapter 1, verse 5 says, If anyone longs to be wise, ask God for wisdom and he will give it. He won't see your lack of wisdom as an opportunity to scold you over your failures, but He will overwhelm your failures with His generous grace. And lastly, do it with purpose. Empowered and full of confidence, we can pursue the new thing, new work, new skill, knowing that it doesn't just benefit us, but we can bring something good to where the Lord wants us to be and be a blessing to others. That's purposeful. Discern. Prepare, do it with purpose. I hope you found this episode helpful and inspiring. Follow Good Monday Morning on Facebook for daily inspirational content. Subscribe on podcast for our full episodes. That's it for today. Have a good Monday morning and a blessed rest of the week.